Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I am your host, Rachel Gilbert, a therapist on a mission to bridge the gap between faith and mental health. Today, you are listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Be sure you tune in on Wednesdays for special guest interviews. These episodes are meant to be educational, not a replacement for your therapist. My book, Image Restored, was released last month, and we are in a restored series here on the podcast. When I completed writing the book, God showed me each of the chapter's themes applies to so much more than body image. Body image is one area that reflects our image, and while this series, it can be used to address body image struggles, I'm going to share how you can apply it to any area of your life. You do not need a copy of Image Restored to follow along with this series, but of course, I recommend it. So far, we have covered truth, temple, union, hope, and family restored. That's a mouthful. If you missed any of those, be sure to go back and catch them. This week, our theme is heart restored from chapter six of the book. Oh, my friends, this chapter, it's where we discussed how trauma affects our body image. And this was a hard chapter to write as I crawled in the trenches with you and Jesus and grieved the pain and heartaches that have shaped your life. It was never God's original design for his children to suffer the level of pain that we endure daily, really, in our world. That's exactly why he sent Jesus to bear our pain and shame on the cross. And I'll just speak honestly with you here on Real Talk with Rachel and say, I even come to you today as I hit record on this, honestly, going through some heartache. And life amazes me sometimes how we're able to have such beautiful, amazing things happening at the same time as heartache. It's very interesting. It's just life. And I feel like anybody that you meet today and anybody that you encounter, wherever you're planted, just know they have some pain in their heart, whether it's happening currently or or it's from their past that has shaped them and that has just left a mark. As a trauma-informed therapist, I've sat with countless individuals to help them process this pain. And one thing I know for certain is that pain and suffering, they leave it leaves a mark on our hearts, but it doesn't have to get the final word. Today, I just feel God saying, he wants to restore wounded hearts. But here's the cool thing. When he restores something, it's even better than it was before. It goes back to his original design, which is a heart that is shaped and loved by him. I want to read to you from chapter six in my book. I quoted a book that I really enjoyed. It's uh, from Diane Langberg. And the book in which I got these quotes from is called Suffering in the Heart of God. And here's what she says. When we look at the resurrected Christ, what do we see? Scars. And then she goes on to say this, 
The message of the scars in the resurrected Christ is not that the resurrection takes the suffering away, but rather the resurrection catches it up into God's glory. And in my book, I did something here. I'm going to read just a couple of them to you. I won't make you sit through all of them, but we were talking about timelines in this particular chapter and then unit. And I really loved to look at, I mean, if you've listened to me very long and if you've read my book and you've heard me speak, you know, I like to look at timelines and I especially love to look at timelines in the Bible, particularly of Jesus, because his timeline gives us hope. But it also you've probably heard, I mean, I'm, I'm saying it here today, and I'm sure you've heard multiple people say it, especially preachers and different things, that Jesus, he bore it all, not just our sin, but our pain. So I wanted to just go through and kind of look at some of those types of traumas and pains that Jesus did endure while he was here on earth. From the moment that Jesus was in his mother's womb, he experienced rejection as Mary had to fight to protect his supernatural existence. And as we know, still people didn't believe her. His entrance into the world was less than glamorous. I mean, he was born in a manger. His life started out on the run and in hiding because King Herod wanted him dead. Jesus was rejected by the people of his time, which, as we know, ultimately led to his death. Jesus experienced physical trauma as he was crucified. Jesus experienced emotional trauma as he was humiliated on the cross. And that's just one of the many times that he would have experienced something like that, that emotional trauma from things people said or did or accusations that they made about him. And then Jesus experienced abandonment trauma as he cried out to his father and asked, why have you forsaken me? That's literally the last thing that he said. And I just wanted to read that to you because I don't know about you, but sometimes we can hear that statement that Jesus, he sees you, he loves you, he's he's with you in your pain. And we can just almost have a bit of a disconnect and go, but does he really get it? Did he really know what it's like to go through this? And my friends, I can promise you, he knows that level of pain, which is what makes him have that ability to grieve with us as we walk through those really hard painful moments that just shaped our hearts and left some heartache there. So I only have one processing question for us today because I want you to make space to sit with the Lord about this today and even in the days to come. Just ask the Lord, what area of my heart do you want to restore today? What area of my heart do you want to restore? And I sense he is going to bring up something that maybe you've long forgotten, or maybe you've given up hope. Maybe you've thought, man, that area of my life and my heart, it's just too painful. I don't even want to open up that pocket of my heart. It just hurts too much. Oh, my friend, I can relate. I can relate to that deep level of just heartache. But I also am here to tell you that Jesus cares. He sees you. He loves you. He is for you. And he died for it all. So if it matters to you, it matters to him. Let me pray over you today. 
Father, I thank you for every single person who is sitting under the sound of my voice. I thank you that you see their heartache and their pain. You see the things that they've gone through in their life. You see the things they're currently going through. And you are near to them. Lord, your word says you draw near to the brokenhearted. Will you please just draw near to my sisters and my brothers in Christ that are listening here today? Heal their broken heart, Lord. Restore and redeem and heal their broken heart. That area of their heart that they feel like is too far gone, it's too shattered, it's in too many pieces. Jesus, I just see you stooping down and picking up all those pieces and putting them back together in a beautiful piece of mosaic art. I just ask that as we make space for you to bring this healing today, Lord, that you just show up and do what only you can do. Speak a specific message of healing and hope and restoration. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As I wrap up here today, I actually have a couple of resources for you. The first one comes from, obviously, what I've been telling you that I recommend for all these episodes, my book, Image Restored. You can go to imagerestoredbook.com. And if you've already purchased the book, make sure you have joined the private community on the book page. There's a podcast that you can access just called the Image Restored Podcast. It's me going through each chapter and just walking you through some things. So definitely grab that. It's a free resource for sure. Um, But the other resource I want to draw your attention to comes from this chapter's therapist thoughts. I'm going to read you the therapist thought, and then I'll just tell you the resource. And this therapist thought comes from my Supervisor, Dr. Mary Dainty. And here's what she says. EMDR acts like a reset button for clients to reconnect to memories that once harbored intense feelings of shame, fear, and sorrow. The once held belief that vulnerability is a weakness is replaced with growth, strength, and healing. So the resource I'm sharing with you is EMDR. If you're listening today and you've even, especially if you've read my book or listened to it on Audible and you went through that trauma chapter, I want to highly encourage you to seek the help of a EMDR trained therapist to process if any major traumas especially came up or if you just know, you know, there are big T and little T traumas. I, I discuss that in depth in the book, but just being aware of it because that is, this tool is something I personally use as a counselor. And it's just extremely helpful in, as Dr. Mary Dainty said, hitting that reset button and connecting those memories that hold all kinds of emotions and replacing it with truth. And it brings just growth and healing and it's extremely powerful. So I do offer counseling services for people in the state of Texas, both virtual in person. You can find information about that on my website at rachelgilbert.com. If you're outside of Texas and you specifically want an EMDR trained therapist, I would look on emdria.org and you can find somebody there. Um, And just, yeah, just hit search, hit Google, find that and get that help if you need it. So that's just an optional resource for you today. Wanted to bring you... Uh, into awareness about that. All right. Well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode, and I will see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.